Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now is Kevin Brent. Kevin, you are the founder and managing director of BizSmart. You're found on the web at bizsmart.co.uk and also uh, your company, uh, the ESUS Group, and that's esusgroup.co.uk. That's E-S-U-S group.co.uk. We've got the links directly if you're in your podcast player. Just click around, click on the show title, click on the little information icon. You'll find it. We've got a direct link there. Uh, But Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Well, no, thank you very much for having me on, Josh. It's, it's great, to, great to meet you and to and to be a guest on your on your podcast. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, give us an overview of your work. And I should also say that uh, you're the author of the book, The Entrepreneurial Scale Up System. So, uh, if we were to kind of encapsulate uh, your impact in the world, how would you describe it? Yeah, we're trying to create more scale ups. So it, I think the figures are similar worldwide to, to those in, in, in the UK, which is only about 4% of businesses scale beyond 10 employees uh, and less than 1% beyond 50. So 96% of all businesses have fewer than 10 employees. And we wanted to understand why that is and to see if there's people within there that have the potential and the desire to scale up, but just maybe need a little bit of inspiration, a bit of support, and maybe a bit of structure as to how they go about it. And that's what, we, that's what we're about. Yeah. And, and, and how do you do that? Yeah, I, in, a, in, a, in a number of ways. And essentially, when we, when we bought it, when we bought it down, it's about making better decisions consistently. That's what we need to do. And one of the, the framework or the way that we look at things is around something that we call the scale-up journey. And we look at that as a series of stepping stones or pillars, if you like, rather than a, a, a growth curve. So if you think about it, we go through a number of steps when we're scaling up a business and we have to transition from those steps and we have to think about it consciously as we do it. So we might start off as a solopreneur and climb to the top of the ladder of that particular stepping stone and it'd be great for us. But if we want to have th- th- some employees, the next logical stepping stone where the business will operate efficiently is about three to five employees. So how do we get through there? How do we navigate mm-hmm. the valley of death in between? And then from that three to five, the next one is typically eight to 12 employees, maybe about a million, million and a half dollar turnover, something, something like that. The one after that would be 2025. There's a big jump there and we've got to start putting in a senior leadership team and things like that. So we help people think about the journey as a journey think about which stepping stone they want to get to you know do they want to build a business that's got millions of people or do they just really want to get to one that's say got eight to twelve people making a nice turnover for them so if that's the case let's choose that one let's how do we navigate the stepping stones between where we are now and there how do we think about think about that and then how do we climb to the top of that particular pillar so that the business is as efficient as profitable as possible at the chosen stepping stone 
Yeah. What are some of the biggest areas where you see people getting really hung up on this? Maybe it's because there's a lot of, maybe there's some bad advice out there. There, there, there is. There's lots of lots of bad advice out there, and I think you had a guest on. Um, I, I listened to one of your podcasts not so long ago. Was talking about all of these get rich quick schemes. Um, you know, make a, you know make thirty million in the next two days. All of those sort of things. So yes, there's lots of lots of things out there, and um, and what we what we try and get people to do is, is to, which is to, by the way, the guest was not advocating for that. No, 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 no. Sorry, no, I wasn't meaning that. I mean, you know, you were no, absolutely no. You were he was raising it as as, as something that it that is out there, and it and it makes the, it makes makes life difficult actually i think for the rest of us okay. when we know Whew. that they're probably yeah okay good <laughs> absolutely so so no what 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 we're trying to do is help people first of all think a bit more strategically so let's think a bit smarter let's build that in but then also it's about the follow-through it's about the habits the execution that, that, that we do and that and that follow-through and one of the things that business owners fall down on early stages are two key things one is and they're linked one is the one is have they got the right the right positioning have they got an offer have they got that product market fit if you want to call it but have they got something that gives a, a competitive advantage but then also they get sucked back into the day-to-day and they don't then think about how do we create this business that can operate without me and in the early stages that's definitely one of the key challenges that we that mm-hmm. we see yeah um so let's say that you're talking with someone and um they're you know founder ceo of the company and they are just i mean they're working 60 plus hour weeks they're just they're like but I don't have anybody else that can do what I do. I'm the only one who can do what I do. I have to be here, but I need to break out. Like, what questions might you start asking them to figure out, you know, where uh, they, they, they may not be, they, they're getting in their own way, right? And we all do this. I, I should say all um, people, <clears throat> not me, uh, but people like me, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and, and that, and that's really interesting because we'd also look at personality types of people that start up businesses. And of course, yeah, you're, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are familiar with the disc profiling. Um, and there's a lot of, lot of people that start up businesses that you have to have that high dominant kind of, kind of trait, get things done. And it's about me driving everything and telling other people what to do. And, and they've got to follow me sort of thing. Whereas, what we need to do if we're going to get people on board is we need to be able to empower those people, create other leaders within those people and yeah. trust them to do things. And, and part of it is that psychological, you know, do, <laughs> what's the consequence? If I let somebody else do that, will it kill the business if they get it wrong? Or actually, will, um, will, it, will there be the chance that, in fact, even if they get it wrong, it's not going to be a big deal, but they'll learn from it and that we'll go from there. So we've got, to, we've got to get into that a little bit with the business owner. But one of the things that we would we would ask the business owner to have a look at at the beginning is are all those things that's taking him 60 hours a week to do or, or, or more 80 hours a week, are they all things that really have to be done by him? So let's have a look at them. Mm-hmm. Are they all, are they teachable? Are any of those things teachable to other people? Are they really only things that, that we can do that I can do? And then secondly, are they valuable to the business are, and, and are they, are they fun, valuable and fun? And if they're in a sort of, if you just do a little graph like that, if that's the top right-hand box, they're things that are not teachable and they're things that are really highly valuable to the business. So there probably are the things that we're going to be keeping hold of. So let's list those things out. They're the things I want to keep hold of. But the bottom left-hand box are things that I'm spending time on that should be teachable to somebody else. And they're not that valuable. So in putting it the other way, there's maybe not that huge consequence if it's not done perfectly to start with. So those are things that we should be able to 
get off our plate straight away. And then we can start to look at the other areas as, as, as well and then and prioritize those, those ones. But it's, it's partly a mindset thing because what we really need to be doing when we're, when we're growing a business and scaling a business is thinking about what's the next role that I'm going to get off of my plate. So if I'm going to recruit somebody, how does that make my life, my life easier? What role are they going to take off of me that I'm, that I'm doing? So if I'm doing everything in the business, and and you know if I'm if I'm doing that I don't know if I'm sending out mail shots and packing and sticking yeah. the envelopes together and whatever else is that really a high value thing for me to do or is that somebody else that I can get and get that off my plate nice and quickly? Well, I'd say that the upside of getting that figured out is you're going to enjoy your day to day much more. I would hope. And yeah. if, listen, if the founder CEO, the person that's ultimately responsible, like the buck stops there when it comes to growth like the vision of this company, um, you, you, you have to just have enough bandwidth to do yeah. that work. And if that yeah. just ends up being the leftovers of your weekly schedule, because you're just always putting out fires, well, no, no, no there, there's probably one of your biggest reasons why your company stagnated. Yeah, so we love the the Stephen Covey, uh, the, the with his with his rocks and his um, pebbles and sand fitting in fitting in the jar, and you know they only go they only fit in the jar if you put your put your rocks in first and you focus on those big big things. And uh, we're a big advocate of a ninety day planning process. Every business really should have a ninety day planning process because you can balance then that time out of the business and think a bit strategically with keeping the lights on and keeping the plates spinning within the within the business. But you can then identify your rocks essentially in that analogy for the next for the next 90 days and if you make time for those as opposed to having them at the end of your list that oh, i'll get to those when when i've done all the day-to-day -day tasks if you actually make time in advance for those then you're more likely to get them done yeah kevin let's talk about your book the entrepreneurial scale-up system can you tell me a little bit more about that who should be reading this book and and, and what's the transformation that will occur when they consume and implement uh the contents of the book yeah, so this is this is like a handbook. I remember somebody said to me a few years ago, um, it's a bit like when you're having having children. There's no instruction manual for for how you, how to bring up a child. They, you know, there's always been that 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 sort of statement. Well, somebody said that to me about business. You know, they said I'm at this stage where I've I'm somewhere. You know, I've got about about 13, 13 employees. There's no instruction manual for how I get and scale this business any further. So that's how it started. That's how do, how do we how do we think about that? What are some of the things we need to think about? And that's when it then came back down to those pillars and looking at the challenges from getting one pillar to the next and identifying those and breaking them down and thinking about how do we how do we go from one one to the next. So this is a it's a practical handbook. It's not a theoretical textbook that you read once and then stick on a shelf and that becomes your shelf development, if you like, as opposed to self-development. Um, but it's something that you that you go through, you mark it up, you put sticky notes in it, you underline things, and then you keep it there. And you know, one of the one of the key aspects that we get right from the start, you know, you don't have to read the whole book to get going on it. Right from the start, we say, right, you know, if you do two things, these are the two things you you, you do. If you haven't got a 90-day planning process in your business, stick some dates every 90 days in your diary where you're going to take at least half a day, but preferably a day Love out of that. the business with you and the senior leadership team. Just put that in your diary. And even if you don't have a proper agenda for it, but you get out of the office and you go, what went well last quarter? What didn't go so well? What do we need to do better? And what does good look like at the end of the next 90 days? That's one thing that you can do straight away. You don't have to complicate it. You can just do it like that. And if you then supplement that, 
with a weekly rhythm that goes with it so that you then go, okay, that, those are the rocks we identified for the, for the 90 days. Every week, let's have a look at those, get together, and let's see how we're making progress against those things, as well as keeping the lights on and keeping the plates, keeping the plates spinning. But this book will help you to structure that business rhythm. It will help you to think about from a strategic aspect and help you make the right decisions then when we're looking at transitioning from one of those stepping stones to the to the next. And if and we talk about quite a lot, if we don't do that, we can get stuck in a valley of death between those pillars where we've started to make the move, we've taken on more people, we've had to invest in some systems, we're perhaps making less profit than we were, and we're tearing our hair out because we've got no money coming out, we've got people challenges all over the place, and there's no time, we're working that 60, 90 hour weeks, whatever whatever it might be. How do I get out of there? We got stuck in that valley. So this will help you to navigate those valleys and not get stuck. Yeah, well, that doesn't sound so bad. Um, so your website, um, again, is, uh, well, there's esosgroup, esosgroup.co.uk. Uh, and then uh, the other website is bizsmart.co.uk. How do you work with clients? Like, what does engagement typically look like? Yeah, so we do a lot of work with uh, with peers. We run what you might be familiar with as mastermind type type groups mm-hmm. because we're strong believers in in if you want to go if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, mm-hmm. go together. So we overlay the the system, if you like, the structured thinking or whatever else, but we do it in practical way with other peers who are at different stages of that scale up journey. We work together, and every month then we'll look at a particular theme, a business improvement type idea, but most importantly, everybody comes with a current challenge and we then will support each other with those, with those challenges and we'll end up with takeaways um, that are based on the thinking from other people from different sectors, perhaps, and different stages of their journey so that we're making better decisions. Instead of, instead of making all the decisions ourselves or spinning in wheels because we're not, um, not able to move forward, we can move forward quickly on decisions, but with advice from people, credible people that have either faced that problem before and solved it or possibly faced it and not solved it, but made a mistake. And actually then we can know not to repeat that mistake. Yeah. Very cool. Again, bizsmart.co.uk and esusgroup.co.uk. Kevin Brent, thank you so much. Again, also author of the Entrepreneurial Scale-Up System. Thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thank you very much for having me on. It's been an absolute blast. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, 
seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.